1: Dive into the mind of Brett Boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around Major League Baseball. This is Turning 2 with Boone Here's your host, Rich Herrera. Let's let's move on. Braves won the American League East again. You were a brave mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Does it get monotonous and boring when you keep doing it over and over and over again?
0: Absolutely. why would it? Absolutely not. Uh and they've got two world. You take Series it for teams. granted,
1: depending on the team,
0: depending on the personnel. Um, I don't think this Braves team does, and and I look at that staff top to bottom, and it's pretty. It's a pretty. It's a pretty good mix of of uh, coaches with the skipper at the top, uh, who grew up in the under Bobby Cox in that Braves organization for 25 years before he got a shot. And I'm talking about, uh, Brian Snitker and his staff that he's put underneath him is a, is a combination of, of new school and old school. I think it's whatever, it's whatever they got going, it's a perfect combo. And then you look at the talent level of the roster they put together. Uh, this team is really good. I mean, there's not a, there is not a weakness. And, um, you know, one of the best offensive years in the history of baseball they're putting together right now. And uh, Robert Acuna, as of today, uh, he's my MVP over Mookie Betts. And that's Wait not. A minute.
1: Wait a minute. Mark the tape. What'd you say?
0: Today, which is uh, 15th.
1: Ah, that's a cop out. I want the, I want the, who well, should be he, the MVP?
0: Rich, here's the deal. I I'm, I broke him down. Mookie Betts is hitting 311. He's on base 411. is hitting 333. He's on base 415. Acuna's leading the National League in runs, hits, stolen bases. And I'll get to that later. They're both leading off. They both have around 100 RBIs in the leadoff hole, which is unbelievable. Mookie's got 101. Uh, Acuna's got 97 ribbies. These guys are having two of the greatest leadoff uh, seasons of all time. Mookie Betts is playing second base and shortstop. People have no idea. Right fielders don't just come in and play second and fill in at short. It's unheard of. It goes back to when I used to, and I've told this story on the podcast before. Mike Cameron, a great friend of mine to this day, when he was my teammate, he'd be in taking ground balls, and i said. I said, Cammy, and he was a great center fielder, Gold Glover. I said, do you know what an outfielder is? And he'd say, what, Booney? I'd say, it's an infielder that's not good enough to play the infield. So get back in the outfield. And he agreed, but he loved playing short. And during batting practice, he'd take ground balls with the infielders. I've seen Mookie do that. It's one thing to mess around with us before the game. It's another thing to actually start a a big league game at shortstop. And it's not like you're starting a game in left field versus right or or – First well, base. Okay. Shortstop told- is far and away the toughest position to play. Mookie's oh, – let me finish. Mookie's playing short. Mookie's playing second. That's just a bonus to the great year he's had. But what separates the two, Acuna's got – he's closing in on 70 stolen bases. And all I can give from an insightful – uh personal experience is when I was a young player, I would look at this 2020 and I'd say, what's the big deal going 2020? What's the big deal going 30, 30 now I could appreciate the 20 home run side and the 30 home run side. Cause I wasn't a base dealer, but I really thought what's, what's all the hype about until in the early two thousands, I had a few uh, really offensive seasons and man, it felt like I was on base an awful lot. I think the high I've ever had base dealing wise was 16. But the year I stole 16, I was like, wow, that's a lot of bases to steal because I'm on base so much. Base stealing really takes a lot out of you. And the fact that he's doing it this clip, almost 70, is the only thing because they're neck and neck on pretty much everything else. Acuna, what, they're both right fielders. They're both leading off. They both have 100 ribbies. They're both hitting over 300. What separates it from me right now, two weeks to go, because anything could happen. Next week, Mookie Betts could have this unbelievable player of the week, and it puts him a little bit in the lead. So these guys are neck and neck. But right now, uh, with everything being equal, both on first place teams, uh, Robert Acuna, that, that almost 70 bags separates it for me.
1: All right, we'll have to ask him this question next week because he's he's uh Brett is Brett is giving. And you know us- what? You
0: know what? You know what the what is really amazing about this and the, the mirror images I'm looking at, if these guys weren't having two of the most incredible years in the last 10, 15 years that, you know, Aaron judge a year ago and Shohei Ohtani Otani, just throw him out of the mix. He doesn't count their teammates, both first basemen, both traded for one another. Olsen's only got a hundred, about 130 ribbies, 50 plus homers. He's not even right. in the MVP talk and Freddie Freeman, thats incredible. Freddie Freeman hitting three he's got 25 homers, just set an all time Dodgers doubles record in a season is kind of the, the glue that holds that team together. Um, those guys are just afterthoughts. They're not even in the, in the conversation. So that just tells you how special Mookie Betts and Acuna's
1: years are. Absolutely. Um, Real quick, give me two minutes on the American League West. Some injuries out there. This just seems like it's a battle royale between three teams with the last man standing.
0: American League West, and I broke it down to four four teams for that wild card spot. American League West is uh, currently we're sitting at. Uh, Houston Texans out a game. The Mariners are a game and a half, half off the pace. Uh, but I, I think the true story, Rich, for that, is that division's going to shake out and finish how it finishes? Devastating news yesterday with uh, Scherzer being diagnosed. He's out for the season. And when and when you say he's out for the season, yeah, but what about the postseason? That tells me uh, there's no there's no guarantees that he's going to be pitching in the postseason. Huge blow for them. They went through it with Degrom earlier in the season. That could be a rallying cry for them. They're still pretty deep in the starting pitching. Uh, But that bullpen for Texas is their weak link. Uh, And the other guys in that division, Seattle and Houston, are much superior in the bullpen. But I think it comes down to a four-team race for three spots. Uh, Baltimore is going to be in. Tampa Bay is going to be in. The Minnesota Twins are going to be in. So you got three spots. And that shifts the focus to the AL West, where you got Houston, Texas, Seattle battling for top spot. But then you've got the Toronto Blue Jays, who recently are getting whooped by Texas. That's a really good team, too, and that's what do I always say about postseason. I always want the teams that can pitch. Toronto can pitch. They've hit tough times right now, so it's going to go between Houston, Texas, Seattle, Toronto. I would say right now Toronto's going to be the odd team out, but that division's going to come down to the wire, and it's who gets hot these last two weeks. Uh, Houston's been a quiet team that's just uh, – it's been like that Braves team. In the last six, seven years have just been that constant, Win every year. Seems like they're going to the World Series every single year. They've been quietly, and, and now they've quietly moved into the top spot in that division. Texas has had a, a, an awesome year with the first year under Bruce Bochy. Uh, they've hit rough times uh, recently, but I think they've just rattled off four or five in a row. And Seattle, at the All-Star break, they were 10 games out and went on a two, two-month run. Uh, probably played better than anyone in the game of baseball. They have the best starting rotation. So it, this is a battle. This is 14. That's the thing. So in the, in, the, in, the, in second, that.
1: So go Ryan. ahead. No, no. because Yeah. You're going to be a chatty Kathy today. Hold on a second. I got to throw something well, else I, in I'm here. I'm
0: passionate about this.
1: I know you're passionate about this. Are you, are these teams going to be tired or are they going to be battle hardened?
0: Battle hardened. When you're in this, it doesn't matter how many games you've played. Uh, you're not tired at this point you're 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 on that adrenaline energy it's exciting you're down the stretch uh, I'll be in Seattle tomorrow night uh they're gonna play the Dodgers and I'm sure that that place is starting to rev up and you got that electric uh, electric feeling like it's a rock concert every night and y- there's no time to be tired right now yeah if you were 15 games out and you just got to play it out. You're tired, Rich. It's amazing how tired you are when you're out of the pennant race. But when you're in something this exciting right now, it seems like it's opening day every night. So this is a really fun time for a player.
1: All right, then talk to the fans. Because, you know, I spent all that time in Tampa Bay and you show up at the end of the season and you're fighting the the Yankees and the Red Sox for that playoff spot. And you show up and there's 10,000 people on a Tuesday night I stood there in the dugout one day, Uh, Evan Longoria, BJ Upton, stuck their head above the lip to see how many fans were there, and you just see their crestfallen faces as there weren't a lot of fans in the ballpark. But then I know I've been on the road, and you've got that place rocking, like I'm sure it's going to be at T-Mobile this weekend. Tell me how the fans help pick you up and take this to a next level when you get a marquee matchup. Maybe it's a World Series preview, Dodgers and Mariners this weekend.
0: Yeah. Seattle, the city of Seattle, most underrated fan. When you think of fans, you think of the Boston Red Sox, you think of the New York Yankees, the Mets, the Philadelphia Philly fans as being loud and boisterous. I played everywhere. In the early 2000s in Seattle, uh, which was Safeco Field before, now it's T-Mobile. It was the most electric fans I've ever seen. And, and every night I was kind of I put my foot on the top step and it was kind of like I, I was leading us out and I'd look around and it didn't matter Monday night against the last place team or Saturday night against the Yankees. It was the same every night. It was like I was we were taking the stage at a rock concert. And it was one of the coolest things that I ever got to go through for that for that uh three or four year period in my career. I got felt to play it. You oh, it's unbelievable. Yes. And Seattle brings it. I mean, that's why I always sit here and I go crazy watching these Mariners over the last, you know, since I've retired the last 15 years. It's like, man, if you win in that city, they will come and they will bring down the house. You go across the street and I've been there a few times. And and shortly after I retired, I'd go up and and go see a Seahawks game and the walk up to Seahawks stadium and getting in and the electricity in the house. And I used to tell people, cause at the time the Mariners weren't winning. I said, this is how it used to be at Safeco and people that hadn't seen it, didn't believe me. I said, I'm telling you, I lived it. It was one of the coolest things to experience as a player I've ever experienced. But, uh, Seattle's starting to get that back a little bit. And I'm sure this weekend will be, it'll be pretty cool to watch that stadium kind of come alive again. This is, if you're in the, Playoff hunt right now, especially these races in the in the NL West or the AL West is a big one. But the wild card race in the National League is, inter, is just as intriguing. It's a lot of fun these days. And I'm telling you, there's no time to be tired. You know when you're tired, the day you get eliminated and, and you have to put on that walk of shame back to your locker for the last time, that's when it really kicks in. And now you're exhausted. But until then, you're ready to go.
1: Um. So I wonder how many people. What, what's going to be the big electricity at T-Mobile this weekend? Dodgers in town or Booney in town?
0: Uh, I think we, I think a combination of both. Uh, Brett, no, I'm Brett
1: food has returned.
0: Now, it, you know, you, you know. go back, you go back there, and it's cool, and and the fans have been so good to me and gracious to me over the years <laughs> but you realize after a few when you go up there a few times during the year you start to feel bad like i i played 15 years ago these kids you know kids are coming up to you for autographs you weren't even born the last time i played here <laughs> but it's still a a really cool feeling and yeah. and the seattle the fans of seattle they've been great but and at this point at this point it's about these current guys and it's just it's cool that i can be a little part of it by being up there and and uh Hanging out for a game,
1: and the Mariners are good to you.
0: Yeah, they're good. The pitching—what have I been no, saying no, all the year? The
1: team, the organization is good to Boone
0: when they're you great. come up there. They're great. First-class operation. Uh, they
1: roll out the red carpet. I've been with you in Seattle. They roll, roll out the red. They, carpet they for do. You.
0: I have no complaints, Rich. They, they do a first-class job.
1: Okay. Uh, next thing we let—let's get out of here real quick. With what, what, what's Boone watching? I wanted to figure that out.
0: All right. Uh We'll start off with the Netflix. I've got 3 for you. And I had I I wrote them down. I keep getting them mixed up. Extraction 1, right? Chris Hemsworth. I think there's 3. I got uh Krista started watching I cuz I don't like watching movies on Netflix. I like series, not movies. Right. So she rolls this out. I'm a Hemsworth guy. I like him. She starts playing it. I said how how many you know, how many seasons does it have? She goes, oh, no, this is a movie. I got pissed right away. I said, I don't want to watch a movie. I don't have two hours to commit. I'm a 42-minute guy. <laughs> but it kind of grabbed me, and I, I got sucked in. Next thing you know, I, it took me two days to watch it. But really good. Looking forward to Extraction 2. And then what else? What's the, uh, what is, oh, Safe on netflix okay it's really good it's Really um, good european based it's a good show okay i watch it. it's it's one series and then i, I I'm, I'm bad with names but what did we just see rich and i saw it because you were going <laughs> to the movies the denzel washington the, the third. equalizer three the equalizer three. extraction equalizer same thing
1: i know uh, we talked jake was in the car with you and, and we were trying to figure out the name of the movie
0: but I'm a huge Equalizer 1 and 2.
1: I thought it was the third one I thought was the best. And
0: for me, Denzel can do no wrong. He, no. he just cannot put a bad product out there. Even his worst movies are solid.
1: Um, Never do wife... you leave
0: a Denzel movie and go. No, my, I,
1: I took my wife to the to see Equalizer 3. She's like, I don't want to see that. All you watch are those, you know, the people getting hurt. I don't want to see that. But I made her go with me. She came away like, that was incredible. What a well, great gets, movie.
0: Denzel is just—he's just a movie star, man. There's a yeah. difference. There's great actors, and there's just movie stars. The presence he has. Denzel is just a movie star. Yeah, he can—he um, can't
1: do a bad movie. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Denzel Washington movie? Man on Fire. It's not even close. Man, I love Man on Fire.
0: Man on Fire is unbelievable. And you know what i, I thought was cool about—I don't want to give away too much with this Equalizer three but uh, the little girl in Man on Fire yeah, has a starring role. I didn't even know it was her. I had to look, to take a double take. I yeah. thought that was really cool, bringing the two back together Right, 20 years ago. And the last time they worked together, she was a little kid.
1: Little kid, yeah. Uh,
0: Man on Fire, I watched it over and over. I think it's an early 2000s film.
1: Yeah, no, I like but, Man uh, on Fire. Unbelievable. I love, I love uh, Crimson Tide. That's a great movie.
0: There's no movies that, that he's made that I don't like. No, Put it that way. But Man O'Priar um, my favorite.
1: Are you watching The Bear? Did no. Did you tell me you are watching that? I'm not. Okay. I started watching Mayans last night. I got 10 episodes I haven't watched. I was too busy to watch them. They're all in there. I was cleaning off the DVR and I started watching that last night and it was good. I watched like three episodes in a row and I was like, uh, I better stop right now. I'm going to be here at four in the morning watching all 10 episodes. That's not bad if you get a chance to watch that. All right. Uh, Two more things before we get out of here. Let's do uh, Boone approved, and then we're going to talk about your fantasy football team. Boone approved. Easy. We just talked about this. Man on Fire 3. Excellent. Sometimes sequels aren't. How does Boone feel about movie sequels? Boone approved, yes or no?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I love a a good sequel. And there's some sequels that you wish they would have made that they didn't. I wanted to see a Napoleon Dynamite 2. They never put it. (laughs) Okay. He, they, they said they didn't want to be typecast. Are you kidding me? You're Napoleon Dynamite. You're. He's always only done be-
1: one other movie. He you'll was in Transformers.
0: Right. You'll always be Napoleon. Ride that pony, baby. Come Uncle back. Rico.
1: I don't think I've oh. ever seen Uncle Rico on anything else.
0: No, it's ridiculous. Of course, you make a Napoleon Dynamite too. They didn't do it, uh, okay. but I loved it. People like to criticize. Oh, Rocky Two wasn't as good as the original. Who cares? Rocky Two is phenomenal. I a did lot of one, these.
1: One night I did. When the when the last Rocky movie came out, I did four hours on all of the Rocky movies. Which was the best one? Which is the best? Yeah, of, of Rockies all the way to the uh, the new one, the new Creed movies.
0: I don't like the new Creed, the latest Creed, because they didn't in, they they kept Sylvester out of out of it, right? Out of the mix. That bugs me. That whole thing is made possible by still Fester stallone and the fact that they excluded him i didn't even go see the recent creed uh all the rocky movies even the ones that everybody said sucked and they're no good they're rocky to me i hear that music it doesn't matter you can put a you, can, you just put a baloney sandwich out there and i'll like that movie so i'm a i'm a huge the whole rocky trilogy i'm in i'm all in on all of it um okay. So, yeah, I don't have anything negative to say. I don't have a favorite. Yeah, the original Rocky's a pretty pretty classic movie, but they're all good to me. I like them all.
1: All right, let's talk about your fantasy football team before we get out of here. That's well, what I Or want you're you. going
0: to talk about it. Or you're going to talk
1: about all it. All right, so just so you know, here's who you have on your fantasy football team because we did an auto draft so Brett didn't have to sit there and do the homework to get through the draft because I'm just right. kind of weaning him into playing fantasy football. Well,
0: right. g- give me give me the pecking order point-wise in our league. Who's leading, who's in last place? Give me that first well, okay. and then you can
1: Well, it's it's by standings. So every week you play someone else. So you are 0 1 so far.
0: Okay. You lost give me the, last g- week give me the to Jake. Okay. So
1: so um how is Nickerson, your team do? I'm I want to know.
0: You're one and zero. Oh, who'd so, you beat? I won.
1: I beat. Uh, I beat our buddy Dave Zolfa.
0: Okay. Who did uh, Nick Allen? Who's he playing this week?
1: Um, you want me? Oh, you want me to tell you who's playing this week? The matchups. I'll no, no. Who did he play last
0: games. week? You were one oh. and zero. Oh, I'm zero oh and one. I gotta look that up. Okay. So matchups. Ooh, you're, oh, I, I I jumped. Okay. No, no. I got. Now,
1: I have this week's matchups. I don't have last week's matchups.
0: All right. Who's this week's matchups? Who's who's playing who?
1: Who's playing who? Uh, I am playing my brother Mark. Okay. Uh let's see. Uh my buddy Dave is playing the barriers. I think that's Krista. Um Savannah Krista you're Ma- playing Matthew your daughter Savannah. Okay. But you're playing Savannah. Okay. You're playing your daughter. Um our friend Braden, from the uh from 973 the fan. Yes. Coach coach coach's show. He's playing Nick Allen. Okay. Uh, and I think, I think. Um,
0: Who's the little I think man? Jake's
1: playing? playing little man, and then okay. I'm playing my brother. Okay. So that so so let me do. Do you know your team?
0: No. All right. I I, I had to make an adjustment last week. Somebody was was out. Uh, was right.
1: So your team injury, is Jalen Hurts is your quarterback. Henry, uh, the running back from Tennessee, you have ETN, uh, from, uh, Jacksonville. You get Stefan Diggs from Buffalo. You've got Johnson from Pittsburgh. Um, McLaren from Washington, Pittsburgh's defense and McPherson from Cincinnati as your kicker. You got a pretty good team. That's so on a really Sunday,
0: solid ball club right there.
1: Right. So you need to pay attention to see how your team does this week. I will. Okay, so we'll see. So you <laughs> you're playing. You got Jalen. You know Hurley. that I re- you know that
0: I recognize like two of the names you put out there.
1: I know, but now you now you're going to become a football fan because you're going to be pulling for your guys because Savannah has Josh Allen It's Saquon Barkley on her team. So you need your guys out. Does, does
0: anybody hard. have Aaron Rodgers?
1: Or had? I think they're already gone. They already they already dumped him. Okay. So anyway, so as you're watching this weekend you got to watch Philadelphia and see how they do.
0: I don't have to watch anything. I can well, just come of on. Part I can of the just come of on. For I, your can, guys. I can come on turning two with Boone and let Rich Herrera break it down for me. Oh, Or I, could be, or I could be a good guy and appease everybody and watch it. Come yes. back next week and go, Rich, did you see the way Hurt made that play on third and fourth? Uh, and I beat Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm pretending to be a bigger idiot when it comes to football than I really am, but I, I will. I will start to okay. pay attention. I will start to
1: pay All attention. All right. Hey, that's gonna do it for the podcast for this week. That's Brett Boone. I'm Rich Rare. Hey, don't forget we need uh reviews. We we need we need reviews. We need uh five star ratings. If you enjoy the podcast, that's how we help grow it. Uh please do so. Uh that's it for this edition of Turning Two with Boney. We'll talk to you next week, everybody.